Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Hey, hey, welcome back, everybody. Good morning. Hello. Hump day, morning. first day of summer. Yes, it is. How it exciting is, is that? Longest day of the year, and we got clouds. That doesn't seem oh, right. Oh, boy. And nope. now I wanted a sunshiny day. Yeah, and it's also Fritchie's birthday. She's celebrating mm-hmm. by not being here. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. She's taking the day. Out all week, yeah. Uh, she'll be back in on Monday, so happy birthday to her. She's out there listening. Really doubt she is. <laughs> and how about them Reds, man? It's great to see. It's so it's a exciting. Good feeling. Ten yeah. in a row. Yep. Zach Taylor was at the game last night. I saw that. Yeah, sitting in uh, just regular seats, nothing fancy. I no like boxes. to see that as well. Yeah, of the amongst people. the people. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather be in the fancy seats. <laughs> <laughs> Let him sit. In the There's something room. nice about that too. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> So we got a lot going on. A lot to be uh, excited about, of course. Uh, FC is coming back from a long break, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and they're in first place, too. What is going on with Cincinnati <laughs> sports? It's just fantastic. Oh, it's not just sports. Like, Montgomery Inn just got awarded some distinguished honor of having one of the best barbecue sauces in the world, according to Bon Appetit magazine. In the world. Completely wow. shocked and surprised them. Amazing. Also, uh... I heard through the grapevine there might be a big announcement today about Cincinnati Children's. Oh, really? Are they number? Oh, are they number? I don't know. Because they were usually number two or three in the country for children's hospitals. Oh, wow. That's exciting. I don't want to ignore my good friends the CVG, but uh, they just got awarded something. Skytrack. Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah. They said it's one of the best airports in the country to fly in and out of. What do you know? Look at us. Look at us. Just look at us. Things are good. Yeah. Yeah, Reds, Bengals, FC. What's happening? (laughs) Kind of alternative universe did we stumble into? I don't know, but let's enjoy it while it's here. That's right. Do you you know what today is? It's National Selfie Day. Just take a selfie and email it to me. Do I get an Aussie? No background from we call those selfies. Well, it's not myself, yeah. It's us. And a Aussie. That's not a selfie. Someone else took that photo. It wasn't a selfie. Yeah! Selfie! Selfie and post. Looky here. It's showtime, folks. Never ones to miss an opportunity to self-promote. I'm sure we'll be posting lots of selfies today on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Mm-hmm. At least one. Right. All right. Aaron Rodgers. The man needs your money. We'll explain why. Also, a Netflix crew. Getting attacked by sharks. Get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Denise Richards and her daughter, Sammy. This this blows my mind. Uh, OnlyFans might just be the best thing that has ever happened to these two. It's Denise Richards, her daughter, Sammy Sheen, that she had with Charlie Sheen. They are raking in the bucks on OnlyFans, and they are barely showing anything. Really? 
So we talked about Sammy last week. She did an interview and she said she called herself a sex worker. Actually, in the interview, she said an S worker. She is not a P worker, porn. She is a sex worker. Because the, the, the origin of that discussion is when she first got this OnlyFans page, her father, Charlie Sheen, blew his stack yeah, saying that it. she was becoming a porn star. And she said, I'm not a porn star, Dad. I'm a sex worker. <laughs> and since when does Charlie have issues with porn stars? There have yeah. been some of his favorite girlfriends. Well, it's different when, when it's your kid. <laughs> you want to yeah. date them. You don't want to give birth to one. I assume. I guess. I'm not speaking from experience. But. Uh, so she is, man. She's not even doing any nudity, and she's raking it in. These are the numbers that we're getting. We don't have confirmation, but this is what we're hearing. She doesn't show any skin on OnlyFans. She's making $80,000 a month doing almost nothing and barely showing anything. She's just teasing the audience. And that's getting her $80,000 a month. So she's got, what, 100,000 followers? She gets eight bucks a follower, approximately? Something like that. So things are, are even better for Denise. She joined OnlyFans after her daughter did. She doesn't do anything that risque either, but she has 100,000 followers and makes $2 million a month doing it. Wow. So let's do some math. Sammy, $960,000 a year. Denise, $24 million a year. Damn. You're almost getting into Charlie Sheen money when he was on Two and a Half Men. Wow. Well, maybe not that much money. So, so that's pretty good. I, you know, how often does she post? You know, how, how how much time and effort is being spent to make that kind of money? Yeah, how often do you have to post to keep him interested? Yeah, is it once a day, twice a day, every three hours? What are we talking? And how long can you get away with just sort of teasing him without really showing it? I just, I wonder how that works. I don't know. I, I mean, fans. we know that Tim's got... A brilliant idea ready got to ideas. launch any minute. Just, I got to pull the trigger. That's right. We need an idea for Jeff to see how long you can tease the audience. I, and I think some people are okay with the teasing. That's like, all I, they want. I think that that may feel less slimy yeah. as a viewer. Right. See, I, and it's I, enough to get them started. I, I don't think I have it. I mean, this is, don't take this the wrong way. I'm not putting myself down. I just don't think I have anything that I can really offer the OnlyFans arena, you know? Oh, I don't know. What about all the people that listen every morning, Jeff, and go, I just love his voice. Oh, yeah. What if it's you just on there reading reading stuff? Oh, (laughs) I'm... Wearing, know, wearing, a, have to do? wearing a Hugh Hefner robe you know, and a, drinking, have, holding yeah, a pipe. Drinking so some funny. scotch. And, and drinking your scotch <laughs> you know, sitting in and a robe, just talking dirty. Doing it in front of that fireplace you like could, you did for the Christmas video and just... There's, like, yeah, I mean, there's like... Hello, Jessica. I know. Thank you for oh, you, so you could personalize Sure. It. Sure. Hmm. And, you know, they've got like little short stories, like porn stories for women. You could just read them. Oh, like, yeah? I don't like have to write like, them? I, you I wouldn't have just... to write them. You could just sit there and read them. Oh. I was going to ask you, like, what, what I would read. Would I just read, like, an instruction manual or something? Or yeah, I mean, some, some I, I'm sure that would be hot to some. Life affirmations. Maybe you could, I could line you up with all kinds of those. You think they should I be am. sexy stories? They Well, they could be. I suppose it depends. Well, we'll give. let's give it some thought. Yeah. That's a lot of money they're making in for doing nothing. Uh Uh-huh.
I got coffee with a friend recently, and she told me that she's trying to be a better person. I was like, oh, that's nice. What do you have been doing? She goes, well, I'm taking less selfies. <laughs> oh, take it easy, Mother Teresa. <laughs> Say some of the Lord's work for the rest of us. Everyone says we're so self-absorbed now with our selfies, but I think we were way worse before then because at one point we were all in school and we all had school picture day and then we ordered physical copies of photos of ourselves and gave them to people. (laughs) Like narcissistic sociopaths. Can you imagine doing that now as an adult? Just going up to a coworker unprompted, like, I signed it. Okay, I found that really funny because it's true. Yeah. Like, you would make multiple copies of your school photo. Uh huh. And then, you know, you'd sign the back of it. Yep. I love you. Well, you know, we went even so far as when senior pictures came, you know, you had very fancy and they were like, Two by three, yeah. so a little bit bigger than what your, oh. your average. So they would be like two by three, and you would pass those out to all of your friends, and then you would purchase a specific book that would hold those pictures. Oh gosh, yeah. You had a we had a senior book. It was separate from the yearbook. So which it was like tote a senior is that in? Book. Oh, I have it. But we would it's sign. In, it's, it's in the basement. We would write like a little note or something to some. Like we wouldn't do it for everybody, right? We, and just we wouldn't give them to everybody, people. but right, yeah. just the people that you care about. Oh yeah, because I mean, you were obviously a cool person if everybody in the class gave you their senior picture. I have pictures of everybody. <laughs> everybody gave me pictures. I I can yeah. picture I could picture several of them. I'll right take now. all your pictures now. Yeah, <laughs> but not yours. <laughs> That's funny. Um, So if you're still upset that Netflix is making you pay a few bucks more for your kids to use your password, (laughs) if you're really mad at Netflix, you might actually enjoy this story. Our crew filming for the Netflix docuseries Our Planet 2 got attacked by sharks. And they're in the worst possible boats for that. They were in inflatable boats. Oh, God. (laughs) Tracking a... How do you pronounce this? A Laysan albatross chick? Not a clue. Off the coast what of Hawaii? Is. I don't know what that is. It's a shark. Okay. Something that will it's eat a, you. You're chasing a shark in an inflatable Tracking. boat? Tracking. I've watched a lot of that, uh, Our Planet or whatever you said it was, because it's very interesting, very like National Geographic yeah. style. Like, here's just, we take you to the Alps. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they just show different parts of the world and different animals in it. It's very cool. Great for napping. Yeah, this was off the coast of Hawaii. Yeah, those are really conducive to napping. <laughs> they They're just that soothing nature documentary sound that just puts you to sleep. Uh, two tiger sharks came at them as they're tracking this Laysan albatross chick off the coast of Hawaii. And a crew member said, honest to God, it was like something out of Jaws. No joke. Like one of the sharks bit into one of the boat's and it exploded. That's horrifying. I can't even imagine. And thank God the boats weren't that far from land, and they were able to get out of the water safely. God, that's scary. But another crew member said, yeah, these these sharks were incredibly hungry, so there might not have been enough natural food, and they were just 
trying anything that came across in the water. Crazy. And for my next assignment, send me to the antelope, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, that had to have been terrifying. God. All right. Did you remember, do you remember that Robert Downey Jr. was in prison for a while in the 90s? Yeah, he went through a really rough patch. Yeah, drug and weapon and charges. Late 80s and 90s, yep. I feel like. Drug and weapon charges and parole violations. In 1999, he was sentenced to three years in prison. He ended up doing 15 months. And he's talking about it. He says he could feel the evil in the air when he arrived at the receiving center, which was his first stop before serving his sentence. He said, arguably, the most dangerous place I've ever been in my life. I have the audio if you want to yeah, hear Yeah, let's hear it. Arguably the most dangerous place I've ever been in my life. And you could just feel the evil in the air. And that was no trouble at all because it was kind of like just being in a really bad neighborhood. And there was no opportunity there. There was only threats. Mm -hmm. So, yes, everyone is going to take your wallet. So watch it. And I remember walking out when I popped out of my cell to go to the shower. By the way, this will be the best soundbite. <laughs> and I didn't know it, but I was a little spun out. And I had my underwear on backwards uh -oh. that put the entry <laughs> area. It's an invitation, really. You yes. warm as an and invitation. And I remember eliciting some strong chuckles and jeers from my fellow inmates. Wow. Huh. Yeah, he said, nobody is designated if they're a level one, two, three, or four criminal. Everyone's there. It was kind of like being in a really bad neighborhood. Yeah. He said that when he walked onto the yard where he was doing his time, it felt like being sent to a distant planet with no way home until the planets align. Oh, wow. And he said, he says, as for some prison wisdom, he said, as long as you have a willingness to do harm, it is unlikely that you will be targeted. It really is that difference between acting like you're willing to do harm and being willing. No kidding. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's intense. All right. Well, in other e-news this morning, Brian Cranston was on Watch What Happens Live last night, and host Andy Cohen was playing clips of Cranston's early TV work, like this is all before the Breaking Bad days. I told you that I was watching all of the Seinfeld uh, yeah. shows, and he's in... A, a couple random ones. Oh, Doing yeah. what? Like, just playing a bit character. Okay. You know? Oh, they showed him on Seinfeld, Baywatch. <laughs> uh, he was even on Chips. Do you remember Chips? Of course. Who could forget Chips? Which was, uh, it was a cop show. It was like a Saturday night cop show. Motorcycle cops. Motorcycle cops. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even really a cop show. It no. was like a was these, highway patrol yeah. show. It was like two hot guys in cop uniforms riding around on motorcycles. Yeah, really light drama. Uh-huh. You know, very sort of G-rated for the dude's name? Kids. I don't know, but John a lot and Ponch, John and Ponch, dismounts, <laughs> Eric Estrada, Eric Estrada. That's Wilcox. the name I was trying yeah. to think of. Yeah, he was in a men's shirt commercial wearing no shirt back in the day, and here's what was divulged when they showed him in an old episode of The X Files. Oh wow, who knew? Here he is holding Agent Mulder hostage in X Files. Oh, oh. this is where I met Vince Gilligan, who wrote this episode of X Files and remembered me from it and wanted me to be on Breaking Bad. Wow, That's no way. Okay, this is historic. That's Hilarious. really cool. Oh, that is cool. That that one gig on the X Files. Did ultimately it. got him the job on Breaking Bad and wow. made him who he is today. Made him just cool. huge. Yep. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers. By the time he completes his current contract with the Jets, he will have made over $450 million from the NFL alone. 
plus whatever else he has made from endorsements and other income income sources. And he's had a lot of endorsements over the years. But he's starting a new business venture, and he needs your help. He wants your money. He and a partner are crowdsourcing for a website called the Online Sports Database, which is like the Internet Movie Database, but for sports. And they need a little over a million dollars. So Aaron, which is like a drop in the bucket for him. I don't know why he's pocket change. It is. It's like nothing. Right. So Aaron's partner says we want to aggregate all the sites and consolidate them and make them a one stop shop for all things sports. As for the crowdfunding, he says they got the idea from, quote, the loyalty the fans had in the community of Green Bay, the passion they had for the team, because a lot of them were owners. So, and that's true, because the Packers are a publicly owned company with more than 539,000 shareholders. Wow. No other team in North American professional sports does that, but... Mm. I always envisioned that in my mind as, like, in Green Bay, there's just a bunch of parking meters around the stadium, and when it's time to pay... <laughs> to change. They go in and they put their money in. But it's kind of, you know, set up like IMDB. You pull up a, a an athlete, any athlete from any sport of any time, and you get all of their information. Right. Everything you need to know about them or want to know about them, which would be a pretty cool website. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, Jen, you like visiting California's Huntington Beach on occasion. You've been down there. I'm it's... going there at the end of August. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of my favorite things to do in Southern California is to just like rent a bike and just ride up and down the Strand. And Huntington sure. Beach is uh, one of the one of the communities that you ride through. Well, there's a new festival coming to Huntington Beach this fall called Darker Waves, and it's what all your '80s synth pop dreams are made of. Man, you got New Order, oh boy, and Tears for Fears, oh boy. headlining, and then you've got over thirty other acts like. The B-52s, Echo and the Bunnymen, Devo, Soft Cell, the Psychedelic Furs, OMD, English Beat, and She Wants Revenge. Wow. And I I think that Kristen's going to kidnap me and make me go. Do you think so? For all her bands, man. Really? Yeah, this this is college for her. It goes down Saturday, November 18th. Tickets go on sale Friday. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How I may end up spending my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's all i got anything else nope that's it we'll leave it there for now that's your latest d news we got more for you coming up after seven o'clock in the meantime straight ahead we got three headlines for you two of those headlines are fake one headline is real if you can guess the real headline we're gonna set you up with a 50 dollars gift card to smoothie king because uh they got this new extreme watermelon and extreme watermelon lemonade smoothie all right so, uh, Teresa from Withamsville was caller 20, and uh, due to a technical difficulty, I can't play the call for you, <laughs> but I can tell you that 
She's going to Smoothie King. How about that? $50. Enjoy it. Yep. So what were the headlines again? The headlines were someone was caught with meth sewn into their underwear. Woman caught with 27 joints sewn into her updo. And guy busted with three pounds of cocaine in his socks. Hey. Hey, you're right. Look at me. Nice work. Good job. You're welcome, Teresa. (laughs) I'm accepting this award on Teresa's behalf. (laughs) Yeah, when it comes to smuggling things into jail... There really aren't many techniques that the authorities haven't seen already. But this seems like a fresh approach. Actually, fresh is the wrong word. Mm -hmm. Someone trying to smuggle meth into a jail in Kansas by sewing it into his underwear. This is, uh, I, I suppose you could argue this is a clever plan, but not very hygienic. It was actually hatched from the inside. There was an inmate who only served time on the weekends. Mm hmm. And so they came up with a plan to have him come back in with the meth sewn into his underwear. Well, there you go. But the drugs were discovered when he was searched because apparently the authorities heard rumors about a smuggling attempt. You never know who's in the next cell. True. So it's unclear if this is why he was caught or if it's something that they would have found either way. But two people have been arrested so far. There may have been more co-conspirators. The guy wearing the underwear was one of the ones who was arrested. It's unclear if he wears boxers or briefs. I can't tell you. Hard to say. Hard to say. I don't know which one would be easier to sew things into. A little more, a little more room in the boxers, yeah, maybe. A little Probably. fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then who sewed? Did he sew it or did he? I, did he hire? I don't know. I mean, that's tricky. You got gotta, someone who's good with a needle right? and thread, or has a sewing machine. It could be. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you in for sewing? <laughs> it is twelve after seven. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two coming up. Domino's. Domino's can now deliver to you without an address. How does that work? We're going to tell you. Uh, plus, the Attorney General of Ohio is warning people of Taylor Swift ticket scams. They are a plenty. I will say yesterday, I want to say a giant thank you to everyone who stopped by to the Skyline in Montgomery who dropped off uh, some cat stuff for Kitty City mm-hmm. at Cincinnati Animal Care. That's awesome. We, I think we probably had roughly 500 people enter. That's amazing. So we filled up the station van just overflowing with with supplies. Cat food, yeah. Cat stuff. We'll call our legitimate winner uh-huh. here in the next half hour. So. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, we were talking yesterday about mastering the art of purchasing concert tickets and how for some shows it really comes down to a military-style operation to successfully acquire tickets. It's not like Hot it used tickets. to be where you would go to a Ticketmaster location and you would wait in line, and the first people in line would get the best seats. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work like that anymore. And one of, the, one of the things that you said was, you know, sometimes if you don't, if you don't catch it when they first go on sale, you got to keep checking because they occasionally release more, release more tickets. Especially later. when they, you know, get down to setting up where the soundboard is going to be. They'll set up the soundboard and realize, hey, we can fit another two rows of seats here. Or, you know, these these tickets end up not being obstructed view. We can open up this section or the artist releases their personal tickets that they had set aside for friends and family that aren't getting used. 
And those are usually really good seats. Well, not five minutes after you left the building <laughs> yesterday, I got the alert. Ticketmaster released more tickets for Taylor Swift's Cincinnati shows. How many did they release? I, mean, I don't know. I'm sure they're all I gone, don't know, but, but you have to be fast. a verified fan on Ticketmaster to get your hands on those tickets. Howard, so do we know what ver? Does that just mean that you are a verified individual that has a Ticketmaster account? Probably. Which, I mean... That's not complicated. With a credit card attached to it. Yeah. So I guess go to Ticketmaster.com to join the queue and see if you are one of the lucky ones to get your hands on tickets. Although, you know, by the time they we go on the gone. air with this, it's almost old news. Let me get on my Ticketmaster app and see what happens. Meanwhile, while Jen is getting on her Ticketmaster app, make sure you don't get sucked in by a scam because the Ohio Attorney, Attorney General David Yost has seen quite a few complaints as a result. You know, especially these online marketplaces that offer tickets at supposed face value or below for something like a sold-out Taylor Swift show is probably a scam. Yeah, I you know, you pull this up and it says no tickets are currently available, but it, it lists on sale dates and times, and it's all Taylor Swift tickets powered by Verified Fan, Verified Fan pre-sale, Verified Fan VIP packages. Man, I wonder what the VIP packages went for. See, and and where you get, why, what is a VIP package in the case of Taylor Swift? Like, what does that buy you? What, yeah, I, I you know, I imagine there are different levels. There are usually different levels to the VIP packages. Sometimes it's just you get a special bag of exclusive gear of some sort. Might be a bag or a pin or a shirt or socks or something. So I won't and be then, getting a selfie with Taylor then. You might, but you. I'm talking these are the lower levels. And then the next oh. level, and, and with that bag, you get seats in a lower bowl. And then the next bag is you get seats in rows 30 to 50 and a little more merch. And then the higher you get, you know, the Mac Daddy of all the VIP packages is probably a picture of just you and your guest alone, the two of you with Taylor, and, you know, more swag. And did they fully and disclose really what you get for the money oh, you're paying yeah. out? Oh, so they're you specific. Know. Gotcha. You know, I mean, you know that your seats are going to be in the first 10 rows yeah, and that, you know, you're going to get a meet and greet with her. Yeah, and when they say meet and greet, though, you got to manage your expectations because that doesn't mean that they're going to walk me in and it's going to be one-on-one me and Taylor shaking hands. because they used to call it backstage passes, and people always envision that as, oh, my God, I'm going to get to wander around backstage, just hang out with the artist, and it's just going to be so cool. You know, I'm just going to have this. friends with the dancers. Right, I'm going to have this all-access pass and this backstage pass, and I'm going to. So then they changed that because that was not the experience, and I think people were getting really disappointed. Get in a line. Yeah, it was they very changed managed. it to meet and greet, which is a much more accurate description of what happens. They line you up. They bring the artist in. The artist stands in front of something, you know, usually some sort of backdrop with yeah. their name on it. And then you walk up. Sometimes you walk up just you and your friend that you're there with and get your picture taken. That is rare. It's usually in large groups with other people that you don't even know right. getting put into the picture. And then you walk up, you say hello, you're there for literally two, you stand there, you take the picture, and you're escorted out. I mean, it is, like, Quick. so fast. It's You're not going to get to stand there and have a conversation with the person. That happens, but People it is People try very to have a rare. conversation, and then right. they're like, ah, ah, we're going to move on. Yep, Got, yep. You're taking gotta up too go, much gotta time. Gotta go, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep, she can't Thanks talk for to coming. everybody. Yep, it's nice to meet you. Let's go, let's go, yep. let's go. Yep. I mean, it's quick. Wow. But... 
you know, for for a lot of people. I mean, those those tickets, even the really super expensive ones, they sell out fast because it is a limited number. And they those VIP experiences, man, people want them. They'll cost you though. I mean, yeah, they I usually thinking. cost fifteen hundred bucks easy. Taylor, I don't, you know, I can't imagine what hers might be. Did she keep it reasonable, or did she? Does she have a three or four thousand dollar level? And does the three or four thousand dollar level does that sell out? Yes. Oh, it does. Oh, absolutely. So, like, if a show is sold out, and that's your only option. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, those usually sell first because no those are usually pre-sale for the super fans. Because oh, that's God. the other thing I'm looking at on Ticketmaster here. I think it was Capital One. You know, certain credit cards that are usually sponsoring the tour. If you have that credit card, then you can get in on pre-sale action and get a hold of tickets before you even before they even go on sale. I mean, I that's how I got the tickets to Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. I did a pre-sale. And I could have gotten like seats in the first few rows. Yeah. But they were they were four or five hundred bucks and we're like, there are four of us going, and we're like, ah, oh, we don't we don't need the Right. Which is really hard to walk away from, either, mm. you know. It's like just having the access to it because you know the resale on that. If later down the line I decided I wanted to sit in the first few rows, it's going to cost me four or five times that. So it's hard to walk away and go, "All right, now we'll be fine. Let's just get some seats in the lower bowl at face value pricing." But it was pre-sale, so we had access to. That. I know people are always so shocked when they say, "How did you get such great seats?" And I say, <laughs> I, I bought them. I, I paid, I for, paid them. for them. I paid for them. I paid a lot for them. Like the assumption that because we work in this field that we have access. And we, and we do have access to a limited number, but we give them away on, you know, we give them the yeah, listeners. Yeah, the good stuff we give away. I mean, we used to, it used to be different. I mean, you know, we've been doing this for a bit. Right. And years ago. Way back was, in the day. It was. I would be able to go into my program director and say, hey. I want front row tickets to this show. And and he called the record label guy and he'd say, I'll let you do, I'll we'll do, do what I can. I do what I can. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, I would, if I didn't end up with front row, I ended up with third row. Right. Yeah. They all, well, they always made something happen. And now we sign paperwork for Paola and Plugola, yeah. <laughs> which oh, says we won't do anything or anymore. take anything. <laughs> For an, and an it exchange. really sucks that it's not that way anymore. <laughs> yeah, the Fed cracked down on that. But man, back in the day, man, it was concert tickets, trips, airline, blow, hotel, <laughs> a lot of drugs. Those days are gone, man. Money to gamble with. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. That's just that's how true. the industry ran back. It in did. The day. It did. It was great. Yeah, we were talking about fun. this. I know it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We were talking about this Sometimes yesterday. It was at the uh, Skyline. Can you guys remember a concert of this magnitude? Like, no. what was the last thing? I can't think of anything that in my twenty. This summer is twenty five years in radio for me. I can't think of. I, know, something. I thought maybe Paul McCartney, a great American, but you know, maybe not for this audience. But, but I mean, that, I've never gone and broadcast live where we were doing where there five hundred people showed up. Right? Yeah. To put their name in the hat. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. It just you got a lot of people. It it we, not- even a, a friend stopped by because she wanted to win the tickets and put her canned food in there. Do you have said, any issues I can't with think of anything. This was great. No, there were no, no traffic, traffic issues. issues. That's good. All of the ambulance got to Bethesda North without any without issues. Without any problems from you. Big parking lot in the back. Good. 
But yeah, then no, I can't. I mean, Garth I was big. I mean, those so, tickets sold out pretty quick. But someone even said, "I think this. I can't think of anything since the Beatles." It's like, it's pretty. It's pretty. Cra- I mean, even when you think like Bruce Springsteen or the Rolling yeah, Stones, or right, but I, not like this. Is she hitting any other Ohio cities or Louisville besides Cincinnati or Cincinnati? I it in I know this she area. was in Pittsburgh a couple days ago. Yeah. Hmm. Well, very cool. We're going to make a call later, I guess, huh, Tim? We are. We uh, Scott has emailed me the winner from yesterday's oh, donations boy. at Skyline for uh, the uh, animal Cincinnati Animal Care. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll call that winner coming up here in a little bit. And if you don't win, Roy will be at Skyline next Tuesday, doing believe in Cleves during the lunch hour. Oh wow! And we're doing the same thing. Another pair of tickets for you for Kitty City. Mm-hmm. So stock up on your kitten and cat stuff. Speaking of Taylor Swift. Chapter 3 in our Taylor Swift mystery mm-hmm. drops at 740. Yep. This is your next chance to get in. So and your attention. odds are going to be really good in, in winning these four four tickets and the limo ride. Because in all, I mean, can I say how many people will be in the drawing ultimately? Is that, is that am I've I permitted? Not, I've not been told otherwise. I don't know. Do okay. you have any intel on that? All right. So all I'm right. saying 22. Well, There's only going to be 22 people. 22 finals. That are going to ah, be a, eligible to win this. Very Taylor Swift number of it's us. It's a very Taylor Swift number of us. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.